0: Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to the Art of Unraveling. Today's podcast is, as a lot of them are, based on things going on in my life, and I wanted to share that what I think is one of the number one ways to create change in your life. We all want change. More for ourselves in some area of life, maybe in multiple areas of life. There isn't anybody I would say that doesn't have a desire for more in some way. You might want to be healthier. You might want to lose some weight. You might want to exercise more, meditate more, make more money. I mean, there's just, there's always something, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like it's human nature to desire and I just want to make clear, too, that if you're desiring more, a lot of times people will vacillate between, I want more, but I should be content with what I have. Like, I have a lot compared to other people. And that's a really nice thought. And it's partly true. We do want to be content with what we have, because if you want to bring in more, you can't bring in more from a place of lack. So if you're like, I want X, Y, Z, even from a place of wanting, there is lack, right? So it's kind of like a sneaky little subtle thing. However, at the same time, if you deny yourself of desires that you have, if you tell yourself you have a lot, you should be grateful, you're number one shooting on yourself, which we know if you've listened to this podcast at all. Uh, we don't should on ourselves because that's just wrong. <laughs> it's, uh, shoulding on yourself is, it's a very low vibe thing to do. You know, we just, we try to eliminate the word should from our vocabulary around here because it's, it's just not a useful thing to do. It brings your whole vibration down. It puts a lot of pressure on yourself. Like, well, I should. XYZ. I mean, anything that follows that is you putting pressure on yourself. So you should be grateful is you're denying your heart and your soul of that expansion for more. When we decide that we want more, we have to make certain changes in our life because what got us to where we are is no longer working because there's a desire for more and where you're at right now is comfortable in that particular area we're not comfortable but it's what you know and so when you desire more then things have to shift you meet what i call your edge right so the edge is we talk about this in a yoga class i'm also a yoga teacher if you guys did not know that and started teaching yoga back in 2009 and in yoga, we, we talk about meeting your edge in a certain pose. And that's where we go to the place where we're not feeling pain, but where we're feeling discomfort. And then we sit in that place for a little bit. So actually, when you do that, when you sit in discomfort for a moment, you teach your nervous system that you can feel uncomfortable and still be okay. Because our bodies are wired to go away from pain. Our brains are wired to go away from pain. And so when we meet that edge, the body and the brain says, no, let go. Get out of the pose. Like, this isn't safe. Right. Or stop the uh, trying to make money or stop the, you know, don't launch that next program because that's going to cause you that's going to be causing issues and that's going to cause you pain. Don't go work out because that's going to hurt your body and you might hurt yourself and cause pain. Right. So the brain sends off all these alarm signals to the nervous system when we find those edges. That's why most people don't follow through on their dream life, because it's so fucking uncomfortable to meet those edges and stay there, stay in the discomfort, right? So if we, if we don't do that, though— then again, we're just going back into our comfort zone and we're not growing and we're not shifting. And then life's kind of staying the same. And then we're getting upset because why do I feel so stuck? And this happens in so many areas, in all areas of life at different times to each person. And so if you have that desire, you don't want to shoot on yourself and say, well, I should be grateful for what I have. I shouldn't want more because the desire is of the soul it's of the highest realms for you to expand because that's all your soul wants your soul your spirit just wants to expand and grow and we expand and grow when we meet those edges now that doesn't mean that we have to get uncomfortable all the time right we we meet our edges we get really uncomfortable we come back a little bit we meet our edges again we get a little uncomfortable we come back again just like you would in a yoga class, working on building flexibility in a pose. You meet your edge, you come out of it, you release, you let go. The next time you come to yoga, you meet that edge again, et cetera, et cetera, right? So you don't stay there, you come out. But the next time you go back in, maybe you get to go in just a, a hair deeper. And then you come out of that. And then the next time you go in, maybe the nervous system is like, okay, now we can go in just a little bit more. And so each time you're building upon the time before, and that's how we gradually expand into those desires, into that bigger life for ourselves. It's by showing your nervous system that it's safe to do so. And it's kind of a grueling process, but it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be terrible. It's just about you Deciding that more is okay. Like it's okay to want. It's okay to desire. It's okay to desire more and let yourself do that. So, that was a bit of a riff I wasn't planning on talking about, but that is equally as important to what I'm about to talk about. So, we need to meet our edges. We need to allow ourselves to have more. And then the third thing that's really important. When we're wanting to make a change, is to make small promises to yourself. This is really important for your nervous system as well, because a lot of times what we do as humans that are wanting to grow and change is we go, okay, I'm going to do an hour long yoga class every day and I'm going to meditate for 30 minutes. I'm going to get up an extra hour and a half. And we like make these extravagant, goals for ourselves that are unrealistic if we've not been doing anywhere near that previously. Right. So this is why I tell all of my yoga teacher trainers when we do yoga teacher trainings, just do like 15 minutes a day, 10 minutes a day of yoga, if that's the goal, for instance. But when I talk about small promises, what this does is it teaches you that you can start to trust yourself again because a lot of times most of us probably all of us to some degree or another we say we're going to do certain things and then we don't do we might do them for a couple days, 3 days, a week and then we stop. And what that does is that starts to build distrust in yourself. It and it also puts you out of integrity with yourself because it's like you wouldn't do that to your I know Most of you would not do that to your best friend, to your child, whatever. You tell them you're going to do something, you freaking do it for other people. But when it comes to yourself, you say these different things you're going to do, and then you fall off the wagon or you don't even start because for whatever reason. And again, every time you do this, you're building distrust with yourself. You're out of integrity with yourself. And over time, this action or lack of action depletes your confidence in yourself. So we start to lose that confidence over time. And then this is how years later we're like, how did I get here? How did I become this person? And it's a slow day by day thing. That's why the actions we take every day are so freaking important. So small promises that you keep to yourself. Now, this might be Something literally as simple as I'm going to drink one extra glass of water per day. It might be I'm going to switch out, you know, the fast food at lunch for a salad two days a week. It might be I'm going to sit for three minutes when I get up in the morning and say some things I'm grateful for and say a little mantra to make my day Set my day off right. Little things. It's not I'm going to meditate every day for 30 minutes if you've not been meditating at all. It's not I'm going to go work out every day for an hour if you haven't been working out or only have been once a week. You have to be realistic with yourself because when it's a small promise and you achieve it and you follow through on it, then it's a win. Then you're like, oh, my God, I did that that's amazing. If I can do that, what else can I do, right? And it it starts to build your confidence in yourself. And the more you continue it, the more you feel proud, like, shit, I actually followed through on this. This is really amazing. And maybe you just do one small promise per month and you see if you can follow through on it for 30 days. But it's got to be something really small. And it doesn't have to be daily, right? It could be weekly, like three times a week, I'm going to do 30 minutes of workout or three times a week, I'm going to meditate for three minutes in the morning. You know, like it doesn't have to be every day, but sometimes a daily thing is helpful for some people. So I know I've shared my struggles with chronic fatigue in here. And so I started making small promises to myself. Well, they're kind of not small, but that's only because I'm at a place where it's like I needed to make a move. Because my health was starting to cause me problems and affect my business and my ability to work here and there. And so it was just time. It was time for me to like dive all the way in. And so I've made some bigger promises to myself that look like small things throughout the day that I'm doing to really help shift things in my life. And so some of those are, and this is just, some of this comes from the medical medium. I will be doing podcasts about more of that in the future. Uh, You can also go to my YouTube channel where I share my journey with chronic fatigue. It's like a 40-minute video. So if you want to check that out, you can go over there. Uh, And I share more of, like, the details. But I started with this morning routine, which you get up in the morning. The first thing you do is you drink 16 ounces of lemon water. Half of a lemon squeezed into a 16-ounce glass of water. Then you wait 15 to 30 minutes and you drink a 16-ounce glass of celery juice that you juice yourself. You don't put anything else in it. It's not the tastiest thing, especially if you're like me and you don't like celery. But that's supposed to help break up some of the the viral things that could be going on if you have autoimmune stuff, the heavy metals, Epstein-Barr virus, and those types of things. And then you wait fifteen to thirty minutes and I I'm do- choosing to do a heavy metal detox. It's his recipe. It's got wild blueberries, this seaweed in it. Does not that sound very good. Cilantro, uh, dulce, uh, sorry, not that. Barley powder, spirulina powder, and an orange. And it actually tastes, I think it tastes good. You don't taste the spirulina or the, the sea kelp or any of that. So I'm doing that every morning. and then after that yeah you just try to, you're you're basically eating eliminate certain foods so i've eliminated gluten dairy soy eggs okay so those things are inflammatory if you're like me and you have some autoimmune stuff some chronic issues going on then it might be time to eliminate that stuff i'm not suggesting everybody do that i know that's you know a pretty extreme Thing to do, especially if you're like me and you like to go out to eat, it's very much limiting going out to eat for me right now. But I'm at the place where I've got to make a change because I I'm no longer accepting this is okay. I'm no longer tolerating having chronic fatigue and thyroid issues. So that's just me. That's just where I'm at. I wanted to share this podcast because I do believe in the power of making small promises to yourself. I've also been supplementing with some different herbs and that sort of thing. And it's really just like taking, even though mine aren't necessarily small promises, I'm doing some pretty drastic things. It feels so good to me that I am doing these things for myself. There's also the intention behind the action that you're taking, where it's like, I'm doing this to help myself. I'm doing this to fill up my cup. I'm doing this so that I can be a better leader for the people that I am meant to lead. I am doing this for my business. I'm doing this for the people that come to me for healing and, and that sort of thing. And if you're a parent, you're do- maybe you're doing this for your children or you're doing this to be better at work so that your mind is clear, or whatever the case may be. But when you do that action, feel that sense of your why. Have a why there. Like, why are you doing it? Not just because Aaron says so, but because there should be like a deeper reason, a deeper meaning. And of course, there always is, right? But don't just do it for somebody else. Do it for yourself. Do it for yourself as well. Like you're doing it to help yourself so that you feel better, so that you have integrity with yourself, so that you keep promises with yourself, so that you can build your own confidence. So let me know how this lands for you. I have a new program coming out, my seven-day nervous system reset. It's coming out soon. So if that's of interest to you, reach out to me and let me know. I would love to hear from you.